Hey there, and welcome to the memoir my dad wouldn't write. This is a limited series of conversations between a daughter and a father about the things that make us family and the items in my dad's 80 years that have helped to shape who he is today. You know, he's had this incredible life as a cultural worker, poet, professor, an activist, and mentor, but he wouldn't write a memoir. So this podcast is a way to get those conversations on to tape and to find out exactly what shaped this incredible and complex and far from perfect man that I love, Eugene Benjamin Redmond. If you've ever wondered what it would be like to be radically honest with your father and to hold no bars, well, sit back and enjoy. I think you're going to find this fascinating. The last time we were together, um, we talked about my dad's experiences uh, as a teen, finding out about the murder via lynching of Emmett Till. And today is a special remote episode of the memoir My Dad Wouldn't Write. And we are in the city of East St. Louis, Illinois, traveling to um, essentially his birthplace. Even though he was born across the river, um, what's the name of the black hospital, Dad? Homer G. Phillips. Homer G. Phillips. But he was brought back here to Rush City. Well, actually, right? to the no. south end of East St. Louis. To the south end of East St. Louis. Is this where I make the right? No, no, no. No, it's keep going. 8th Street. So right now we're That's, headed. And to our right is a Hudlin building. And another example of indigenous architecture. Mm -hmm. And that's done by Hudlin Brothers, by the, the uncles, the uncles and grandfather, mm -hmm. the uncle's father and grandfather of the Hudlin Brothers filmmakers. Mm -hmm. We take it right here. People may famously know them for House Party. Right. Um, and then one of them um, produced the Black Panther comic that used to show on Black Entertainment Television. That's right. And he used, to, in fact, he used to be uh, vice president for entertainment for BET. For BET, that's one brother, and then the other brother. Yeah. Uh, is uh, in entertainment as well. These are East St. Louis natives. That's right. Can you tell me the difference between how this neighborhood looked when you were living here, as to how it looks now? Right. What we what, what we're riding now <clears throat> is south on Eighth Street, and to our right, um, the area was known as Franklin Park. There was a park, and there was a school, so it was Franklin Park. Lots of industry. Right now, we have a uh, a site, uh, which is the East St. Louis Extension of Southern Illinois University Edwardsville. Mm -hmm. But these were all houses. There was Franklin School and there was Franklin Park and loads of industry. 
Was this the black part of town? It was a black part of town. And um, to our right, to our left and right, black people live, but few white people and was beginning to, I mean, it was turning uh, completely black. Mm -hmm. And we're coming up, and we're moving south on 8th Street, mm -hmm. which has three names. It's 8th Street here. Um, then it gets down to uh, Rush City, and it becomes Mississippi Avenue. Mm -hmm. And then past Mississippi Avenue, uh, we reach something called Highway 3. Oh, by the way, on the right here is Comprehensive uh, Behavioral Health Center. And it's for emotional, mental problems mm -hmm. and for drug mm -hmm. addiction. Not and a hospital, I'm sorry. Well, there are dorms here, but it's not a hospital. It's, it's kind of like inpatient, exactly. inpatient mm -hmm. care. Mm -hmm. Now, you know what's interesting about the area that we're passing through now is uh, right now it... Uh, what, am I making flashing. a left here? Turn your fl no, flashing. Yeah, I'm sorry. Where's your wife? I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Um, the part that we're passing through uh, right now it, it's no longer a residential area it, it now is a place um, where as my dad said there's an inpatient uh, mental health facility there's an extension campus for the state uh, college state university, state university. Mm -hmm. uh, and you're talking about a time you know, more than 40 years ago where it was a residential area. And then even before that, it's one of the primary sites of the 1917 East St. Louis pogrom. That's right, racial conflagration. Mm -hmm. So uh, a little over 100 years ago, um, there was um, an incident regarding uh, some black people and the police. Right. Um, but it had been brewing and bubbling like in much of the country. Uh, people have written about the Red Summer. The Red Summers of the teens. Exactly, of, of the, the teens. Of the 19th century. Of 19th, the 20th century. 20th century. 1900s. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the teens. And, uh, the Red Summers. And you're talking about Tulsa. Mm -hmm. You're talking about... Uh, Rosewood. Rosewood. And it, it goes all, it moves across the country. Mm -hmm. There are literally dozens of them. Mm -hmm. That's true. And there was something similarly repeated in the 40s, and then something in the 60s mm -hmm. with Watts and Harlem and Baltimore and mm -hmm. East St. Louis again. And um, and then Ferguson. Chicago, yeah. Uh, yeah, then of course Ferguson. Mm hmm. Now we're in what is known as Rush City. And this we refer to as the Black Bridge. And what age were you when you lived here? I lived here between the ages of um, five and nine. Five and nine. So this yeah. is where you live with your mother and your father. And my father. In the home. Right. And this was um, literally before I moved to Kohler's, so mm -hmm. we'll talk about it. Mm -hmm. so, so this is Rush City Down. The street here, which was 8th Street when we got on it, this street is now known, it had, well, when you get to Rush City, 
It is Mississippi Avenue. Mm -hmm. And let's turn in here. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that? No, it must be. That's it. Does that say Paradise? No, it says Liberty. Liberty? Okay, so Turn here anyway? No, we won't. Uh, Keep straight. No, we want to turn around. Oh, we already, we, we missed Paradise, you think? Yeah, yeah. It's okay. a little more difficult because of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, this, these, you see on both sides of Rust City, this side and the, the east side, there, what is known as, um, it's, it's what is known as Rust City. And so, there are railroad tracks. Mm -hmm. Now, farther over is the Mississippi River. So in one of my poems, I said, surrounded by railroad tracks and a river, the color of shit. That's a poem <laughs> called The Hole. Mm -hmm. um, now, we can make a... We can make a left here when you can, and then another left. And then another left yeah. to get back. Yeah. So tell me this, Dad, and then I'll pick back up when we go to, um, oh, I can't make a left on, no, the, on the reds. Can you back up? Um, back up just a little bit. So we're, we're in the domain of the ancestral home. Graham and Yah, I know you sleep, but... <laughs> That's why we've got my we got my daughter Yah with us. That's where your granddaddy uh, played as a kid and went to school and made friends. And this is the Mississippi Warehouse. That's the name of it. So much is named Mississippi in this part of the country mm -hmm. because people come from Mississippi. Oh, and you know what I want to ask you, Dad? Remember how you told me that after your mother died when you were nine? How you were returned to this neighborhood because yep. this was who you knew. Right. Did you continue to return here, or did you, or or did, or did the place on Colas eventually replace um, this neighborhood as your main place where you played and all that stuff? No, no, it never, it never. The place on Colas never replaced it. Both became home for me. Okay. And when I went to. When we moved over on Colas, I kept crossing the bridge mm -hmm. as frequently as I, can, I could. Mm -hmm. Sometimes daily. Sometimes even twice daily. What bridge would you cross? Not bridge, I'm sorry. Cross the railroad With tracks. The railroad tracks. Right. Now, what about these tracks that we're, that we're going under as we're re-entering yeah, these city? Yeah, these are, tra these are uh, tracks. And at, at times it's a bridge. At times it's on land, as you can see it mm -hmm. up here. So we're passing by Cook Avenue. That's right, we're passing Cook. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we want to get to um, Paradise. Okay. Well, we Cook would be Liberty. This was Liberty, right? Is this Liberty? Yes, this yeah. is Liberty. And then Paradise would be the next one. Okay. Is the house that you lived in from ages five to nine still standing? No. Did you guys own the house or were you renting it? We were renting. Do almost you know everybody you... was almost everybody renting and just, just some great houses out here. You know? Do you know who you were renting it from? Let's 
Um, this is it. it yeah, this is paradise. It, it's not shoveled out. So, <laughs> should we go on in there? Well, or let's, let's go up a little bit uh -huh. and see if we can get on those tracks. Is okay. That, is that possible? Well, we'll see. I think yeah. I'm kind of asking for it today. Yeah, we can. We, we, Back, back. <laughs> He's letting you okay. back, back up, and now do it again and see if you can keep going. Okay. Maybe we should. Well, this is just cram full of home. So now we're we're driving to the place um, where I moved where to you moved to with after your my mother that with my with grandmother. Your, father's mother my father's mother with her cold distant <laughs> pragmatic right. kind of rearing that's right somewhat that's right. cruel yeah but you know one here... of my friends one of my friends said god she was an evil woman <laughs> I tell her right yeah but you know you you were just woman. saying that this place used to be teeming it was a neighborhood yeah packed with homes you know and... barbershops and beauty parlors and bars and now uh, it's taverns so and restaurants, a, a cab cab company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, you know, know him. right? You know, yeah. Well, you know what's interesting to me is that it it's so weird how things return. It it seems to have returned to a ruralness. That you didn't even know. From what you're just what you're describing is very highly developed, industry rich. Yes. This looks like right now it is looking like Mississippi in the thirties. I know it. I know it. Sparse, yeah. uh, poorly paved roads, some yeah. homes abandoned, yeah. huge swaths of empty lots. That's right. None of that exists. Homes that are not in good repair. Yeah, that was the era when if you had, when if there was an empty house, somebody occupied it until, until it was, something was done, you know, something was formally done with. Mm -hmm. This is Colas. This is the street that I spent uh, the age of nine up on. And where, where was your grandmother's house? Uh, we're gonna get to it. We're gonna get to, to it. it. So we literally kind of drove around the corner. Yeah. From See, where you were as a yeah, little boy. And you drove around the corner because yet the track separated us. Mm. Now that's a bridge, the same bridge. <clears throat> but when we get up to my house on Colas, this is going to be behind my house. I mean, behind my house in the other direction. Oh, okay. See, so it was behind my house going north, now it's going to be behind my house on the south. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now this new church stands out. This is remarkable because we had, you know, small churches. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hello. How are you? It's so interesting the way black neighborhoods often there isn't money for infrastructure mm -hmm. for the everyday needs of residents mm -hmm. but they can pull together money for edifices for churches oh yeah <laughs> like how, how can you say you know 
Now you this house, this house next to the church looks like you could blow on it. That's right. And it will fall over. And this was here. <laughs> this was here then. <laughs> and a good friend of mine, Richard Fisher, lived there. Stop right here. Yeah. All right. This is Colas and Thirteenth. Yeah. And we're going straight down because Colas to my house. So you said we're gonna go straight. Uh huh. Okay, through here. Thirteen twenty-two Colas. Okay. I need to back up and get on those tracks then yeah. a little bit. Oh, you might be able to go and get on them. You might just go. You're in the I think okay. I think this So now we are in the area where my dad moved to um right. where he was saved Take your left, in left. a way. Take your left here. <laughs> I should have gotten in the left lane and I did not because you didn't oh, tell him I was about to make a left. Oh, yeah. Um, but this is where, essentially, his sister saved him from his, well, his grandmother's. Um, my, my sister and my brother, but my brother first moved in this. Into John these Robinson. projects. Now, and this was, this, these are named after the, <clears throat> the black patriarch of East St. Louis mm -hmm. who came here and started the first school for black people. Now, you know, this is what's interesting to me where our biographies in a way intersect mm -hmm. because while I was being raised in Meridian, Mississippi, and you know, Mississippi is traditionally about 20 years behind the rest of the country, the <laughs> version of the projects I was raised in also still had married couples. Okay. Now, the, the, the federal housing projects as they exist nowadays you're not going to find married couples there yeah. for for a variety no of reasons. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting that your sister and her husband started off their life mm -hmm. in the federal housing projects and became homeowners. That's right. And then your brother and his wife started off their life in the federal housing projects and became Came homeowners. On, yeah. That was the whole idea. That was the whole idea, not a um, yeah. permanent Except place of residence. These are real sturdy, and they've been kept sturdy. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They're so, low so that people who brick buildings. Here, yeah, I mean, people had solid jobs, and they lived here. They they grew up here. They, you know, they had parties. They mm -hmm. had coming out things. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Graduation parties yeah. and sixteenth birthday parties. That's right. It's just a neighborhood, not the same kind of stigma. No, no. Um, class based. Exactly. This is a place where you put people you want to abandon <laughs> vibe yeah. that is now in the U.S. Interesting. Now, this is where my brother lived uh, after he came home from the Navy. Uh, one of the places he lived. Mm -hmm. He lived here. And then the new project, which was, is kind of ironic because they, they're not near as attractive as these are mm. and as sturdy and reliable. Should I make a right here? Mm, make a right. But then they moved across Bond to the new project. Mm -hmm. The ones that we're, we're going to go back to. Mm -hmm. And now tell me this. When we start to feel the seeds planted in you of going to college right. or going to the military, um, you went to college first, but then wound up, um, but then wound up leaving. That's right. And I, then yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't ready. I wasn't mature. My study habits, you know, because I told you I slept in the room with these sisters. Yeah. Until I started staying uh, with uh, Noah, but often 
when I was babysitting, I was staying in the room with one with a couple of kids, you know. Right, so right. I still was sort of coasting along. Yeah, yeah, I was still not in a studious culture. Co bedding. Yeah. Co co rooming. Yeah. 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 But you still determined that you would head off to college. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, what what I, about your siblings and your grandmother? Did they have anything to do with that decision? Or was it just mainly teachers at Lincoln that were saying, you're smart, you're college material? Well, there was so much... Um, we're going straight across. There was so much in the air regarding education. Okay. This is interesting how people are using this lot. This is actually the school lot, right? Oh. But these must be people who... Backed up and lovers or mm-hmm. other people shacking, whatever. <laughs> and so this is all Lincoln, right? Block. And shacking. Now, what's what's resonant about you mentioning that is part of what changed the projects is that they decided that if you that you couldn't cohabitate if you weren't married. That's right. Yeah. So um, that drove a lot of men out, and also. There are no, um, should I make a left or a right? Right. There are no benefits from the government unless you're the primary parent That's right. well, of you a couldn't, child. You couldn't, you, couldn't, so, you couldn't admit that you were, that you had a man. And, exactly. And I could tell you a thousand stories about people ducking out, hiding under beds. And oh, closets. yeah. Hiding his you know, stuff. Not only that. Kicking his shoes under the couch. Telephone. I mean, telephone. <laughs> telephone. Um... <laughs> Um, right. Uh, draping a piece of a, a, a rich-looking piece of furniture mm-hmm. in a in a, in a old blanket or something. <laughs> right, and right. Some, because they uh, could they be able to tell you had another income. Yeah, and know, that you were getting some halfway yeah. decent things. And uh, roll the roll the TV, roll the color TV into the bathroom and pull out the old rickety black and white TV. <laughs> You know? Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Wow, so, w- yeah, when they changed those and also instituted this sort of Western moral, you got to be married in order That's to get right, some help. Yeah, yeah. Now, you didn't have to be married to pay taxes no. or to contribute uh-huh. to the GNP. Yeah. But you had to be married to receive the benefits of right. tax-paying individuals. Yeah. It's quite interesting. Yeah. Um, now... This was my sister. Uh, my brother moved over here, and he lived back there on that side of Lincoln. Mm-hmm. My sister lived right down here, uh, there. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's where I was when I saw the the murder. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's where you were when you saw the man stab the man to death. Just stab a man to death. Say he was gonna kill him, and then he pull the knife out, yeah. wipe the blood off, mm-hmm. straighten the bent knife. Right. And finish the job. Finish the job. My God. And the man has said, "Nigga, you ain't gonna do shit to me." You know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, one house. Yeah, that was something. And the ICAT, some of the ICATs you know, came from this house, mm-hmm. right? this building. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Rolling on the river. So, Interesting. Let's take a right here. Now, some famous people came out of these houses. You know? Oh yeah. I was in one of those houses, and I saw Red Fox doing doing a live vulgar show. They call it because he was. <laughs> uh, 
So Red Fox came over from St. Louis to a friend's house. Yeah. And and, 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 was, was, and was regaling y'all with yeah. his triple X comment. Wasn't us. It was the grown folks <laughs> down there. He was, re- he was regaling we the grown folks. <laughs> you know, people do the spokes. Right. Quiet, laying on the floor, upstairs. Wow. Because, you know, and if somebody coughed, boy, that was your rump. Because <laughs> <laughs> you weren't supposed to be listening to we're grown folks' to that, right, business yeah. anyway. That's right. Wow. So it's left. like make a left. Mm-hmm. You can go ahead. I'm gonna tell them to go on. Or do they want to turn in? Okay. So um the story of Eugene B. Redmond is also the story of a community and of a city. That's right. And of the people who loved you and supported you. That's right. Of of having occupied a house right here, fourteen twenty bond. Immediately after Ike Turner moved out of it and moved to a place called Virginia Place. Mm-hmm. They keep going. We're going to look at one more place. Then we're going. Are you so, saying you moved into the same house Ike Turner lived in? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 1420 Bond. Dad, how you gonna how you gonna be in the same? You like you you you. That's the house. How you gonna be in the same place as Red Fox? Ike then, Turner. Then in the same place as Ike Turner. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, wow. The thing is, you could do that because of segregation, right? See, there's nowhere in the world like Turner would have been living in that house, right? That he would have been living out there on Virginia Place because that's fabulous. I showed you that before, right? And not just segregation, but also this adrenalized version of capitalism. That's right. Where, you know, we're so segregated according to income. It's really, it's, you know, That's right. the haves yeah. and the have-nots. Yeah. And you know what? Jean Allen Faulkner's estate. Right, right, she dead. right. She's dead, you know. Yeah, I know she passed away. It's her away. father's business. And that's the reason why you're... Chuck Berry got his start. Where Chuck Berry got his start, really. Chuck Berry got his start. Right, 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 right. Chuck Berry got his start. B.B. King got his start. But Blues Bar King got his start. Oh, you mean there was a club here where they played? The Cosmo. The club Cosmo. Cosmo Cosmo. Everybody calls it Cosmo. And it's it's torn down now, but this is where it was. And I still went in there and sold papers and listened to music. Mm. This is another Huddling Brothers house. Built house. I just wanted you to see that again. You've seen it. Mm Mm-hmm. And we can, what we can do is turn around down here. More indigenous architecture. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? And we could actually, can you do a U here, right in here, with this and that street, or do you need to go all the way down? What are you saying? Are you you want to you turn back around? Yeah. Oh, you're going to do that, yeah. I wanna, I'll you do You want to go back the other way? Yeah, we're going to go back. Get, get going. Okay. Yeah. So, we know that when industry abandons a place, that the illegal economy rushes up to fill that gap. That's right. Would you say that that's the bulk of the blight that has occurred in East St. Louis? Or would you, what other contributing factors would you add? The rush in? Yeah. You do it? Well, 
that that contribute and, to East St. Louis not being the East St. Louis of your childhood? Well, the turnstile of of interlopers. Hmm. You know, starting with with European stock, Jews, Koreans, Chinese. Oh, so you mean people Arab. coming who people who haven't really come to invest in the community? No, they just come to make money. Oh. They, you know, they don't hire Keep anybody. Straight. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Remember they, you were over there, we filmed you over mm -hmm. there? And you said they don't hire anybody? Yeah, they just started in some places. But you're talking about one Chinese food place doing all of my childhood and adulthood. Right. And now there may be seven of them just on State Street alone. True. Left here. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, Nash Turner's granddaughters, the Turner sister, Lucy and Fanny, Fanny mm -hmm. they lived back here, mm -hmm. and they talked for, together for a total of about 100 years almost. Wow, Nat and Turner's granddaughters. Granddaughters, Lucy and Fanny. Wow. Came here from Ohio in the teens of the 19th century. Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, 20th century. Mm -hmm. And one finished law school at St. Louis U, mm -hmm. and both taught black kids for almost a total of 100 years mm -hmm. together, you know. Mm -hmm. So, in a way, with me about to receive my PhD, knock on wood grain in this car, <laughs> um, and returning to teach at East St. Louis Senior High to teach writing there, mm -hmm. I'm kind of joining in the tradition of... Yeah. Um, of black educators making the decision to serve in black communities. That's right. That's right. As, and, a, as a revolutionary act. Yeah. And as as part of a resegregation of, of America. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. The worm turns, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll all be here to see what happens next. What happens next? Huh? I know it, and you know the <laughs> R. Buckminster Fuller, mm -hmm. Jean Paul Gottman, mm -hmm. the megalopolis, the impact and interaction on an interaction between East St. Louis and them mm -hmm. uh, with this geodesic dome. Mm -hmm. Passing by the geodesic the concept dome. of geodesy, mm -hmm. which. Uh, which uh, R. Buckminster Fuller experimented with in East St. Louis. And there's also a dome on East St. on the SIU Edwardsville's campus. Mm. Take it right here. So when we think about all of the incredible personalities and that have interacted with East St. Louis either coming through or being born here, it makes me think of this right. term. Make a right? Mm-hmm. Do it. it makes me think of this term that I heard in graduate school called glocal. Right, right. Where you you right, act right. locally, mm -hmm. you act locally, but you think global. Global. Go, global. That's what I see. <laughs> so I yeah, East St. Louis has a has a glocal. Locus. Very glocal. Just in this <laughs> block alone, right? Jack and Jonah Kershey was born 
James Ross, a former president of Cal State LA, mm -hmm. first black woman, Linda Green, mm -hmm. to get a PhD in theater. I'm just one block we're in now. Wow. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there because we're committed to yeah. keeping these power okay. packed, as I always say. Okay. Um, you guys should tune in next week because we're gonna be, um, you know, delving into some more uh, incredible reminiscence <laughs> from yeah. my from my dad's long life and rich life. So this is the memoir my dad wouldn't write.